0: Welcome to the seventh episode of Brunches and Dragons. Today's episode is brought to you by Break the Silence, which is the drink of the day. Ooh, Break the Silence.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So, I'm Sammy Stark. <laughs> and I'm Katie Banks. And we are going to discuss the birds and the beholders, how to talk to your DM about delicate topics. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> For more information on who we are and why we are doing this podcast, you should listen to episode zero or check out our website at brunches-and-dragons.com or follow us on Instagram at 2brunchdragons. Have any questions, comments, episode ideas, or just want to
0: chat? Email us at brunches.dragons at gmail.com or you can fill out our contact us form on our website. Do it. Please do it. We want to hear from you. We're so lonely. We're alone. Forever alone. Forever. <laughs> Just talk to us. <laughs> Just talk to us. Um, on our break, we'll teach you how to make uh, the drink of the day
1: that break the silence. I'm so excited yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Right, so sometimes you and your DM get along like peanut butter and jelly. And sometimes you mix like oil and water. Not everyone's playstyle is Mm -hmm. compatible, and that's okay. Um, So today we're going to talk about when to talk to your DM and how, or if you should just gracefully bow out of your session. Correct. So at no point will we be like, hit your DM and leave. I (laughs) mean... No, (laughs) don't do it. (laughs)
0: But you can roll sneak attack. Sneak attack damage is a must when talking to your DM.
1: So this this actually happened to me in real time a few weeks ago and when the situation started I realized that there isn't a whole lot of helpful information out there. Um, So if you have any hot topics you feel aren't addressed please send us an email. Um, We would love to do some general guides for people, uh, for for newbies. I mean that's Mm -hmm. what we are essentially, right? So um, and there's not a lot of information out there on the basics. Right. It's all the big things, right? The details, the nitty gritty. So please, please request some things that you would like to see. Yeah, because I'm sure that we've all been through the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all all gamers.
0: Usually have something. Uh, and- we all have things in common. So. Mm-hmm. If you can ask us questions, we can help you and you can help us. Yeah. So send us some, some
1: of your hot topics you want to discuss. Definitely. Sure. And maybe there's things out there that we, we haven't thought about that would be great for us to look into. Exactly. Maybe we have, you know, holes in our in our place. Yeah, holes I'm sure stuff. we do. So, yeah. Since, you know, we've up. only been,
0: what, playing five years now? Is that right? Both of mm-hmm. us? About five? Yep. Five years.
1: Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Oh, 2020. Yeah. So I play in a 1E game and we've been playing this game for about five years. There's mm-hmm. some argument on that, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) um so over time issues began to arise for me um things that I didn't like about the game my character and the direction of the story but I really kept the thoughts to myself because they didn't seem important enough um to to make a stink about it right and I was also very new early on Mm -hmm. so as I developed as a player and as I began to run my own games and play in other games I started to notice things that just weren't working for me mm-hmm. um so um there was an event that happened that made me realize that other players were also frustrated oh, okay. um but how to address this right you know, what do i do do i do i confront them do i take the reins on this what do how do i do i just sit quietly what do i do and um to make matters worse the dm is one of the player's husbands and a good friend of mine yeah um but I was really pissed. I, I wanted to walk okay. at that point. So you were I was, mad enough to quit. Yeah, I okay. was. I was feeling very frustrated, which is uh, in response. I will take responsibility for not addressing this sooner. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like when you bottle it up. Um. And but it's. You know, I didn't. I care about these people, and I, I love this DM, and I just didn't want to be like I'm out. You know, right. like screw you. I'm not into this, so right. I needed to find
0: find a an way alternate. to make it. Um, and so that's where we come in with a few of our tips. So tip one about cause talking to your dm is super important and so tip one is why is it important to talk to your dm Mm -hmm. so the reason is simple talking to and working with your dm or your dungeon masters lets both of you know what you're looking um, for out of your character and the game knowing the sort of background and the character growth a player is interested in helps the dungeon master uh, craft encounters and story elements um that their players will be excited to interact with. Um, mm-hmm. It helps with the overall immersion mm-hmm. of the game. Um, it helps the DM have a clear idea of how they're influencing the players' characters and guides the sort of emotional impact they have on their players. Mm-hmm. Um, from a player's point of view, it helps us understand the process, the thought process behind the certain DM choices, and it lets us understand that the world we're pl- we let, what world we're playing in and gives us a bigger mm-hmm. idea of the overall arcing story. It is a way that we can add our own touches to the story if the DM allows it, and um, it's a way for us to control some of our destiny. Yeah. Um, it also helps reinforce the idea that most games are not players versus the DM, and are instead a collaboration effect of telling um, telling a story and and trying to play out that story mm-hmm. that you're trying to tell. It brings the group closer, and it helps build relationships of understanding. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to if you start becoming frustrated to talk to your DM. Mm-hmm. So it's that's why it's such a big deal, um, you know. We all have this overarching thought that if it will just get better and we don't have to talk about it, and mm-hmm. so we can push it down. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it won't. Or in it's their creation, and you don't want to. You don't want to uh, poo-poo on what they're they're making. Yeah. But the whole point of role-playing games is that it's not just the the DM story. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's story. It's a collaboration, yeah. and so your dungeon master should be willing to hear your your side mm-hmm. of it and how you're feeling, just like you should be willing to f- hear what they have to say right. and what their background is. Yeah. So that's why it's super important to talk to your DM when mm-hmm. you're having these feelings. Yeah.
1: Maybe they just don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe they have no idea. You know, you feel like you've thrown out some red flags, and they're just... They're not reading them. Yeah, because they, they've they made this creation, and they love it, and they're involved in it. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's their baby,
0: mm-hmm. and us and they maybe just aren't seeing it like you said they have kind of a wall blinders blinders on Mm -hmm. yep and so they're not maybe understanding that you're not happy with the direction that they're taking the story Mm -hmm. or maybe it's not even that maybe they don't even see how they're talking to you because it can be more than just you're not happy with how the story is going right maybe they're doing things that make you uncomfortable or uh maybe it's not even the dm maybe it's the player other players are doing something that make you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um you know Maybe you have players who aren't being honest about their roles. Right. Maybe maybe they're they're cheating. Maybe yeah. maybe you're concerned that you're not doing something right, but you're scared to say it and you're worried other players are thinking that about you. So yeah. Yeah. it's talking to your DM, he's like the It's
1: like a mediator. Yeah, you know, he's he's well, and that's you know, during our conversation I was like, look, you're our therapist, mm-hmm. right? Like this is um, it is your job to provide therapy for me. That mm-hmm. this is my outlet, yeah. right, for my stress. So um, that only works if we're cohesive. If mm-hmm. we respect each other's wants and needs and world and designs and and. And players, right? The players have to be cohesive. And that's something like I see a lot of uh, when we were doing the trolling episode um, way back in the day. um, (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of like looking up D&D trolling. Um, Most of the things were harassment from DMs or other players, you know, particularly toward women. Yeah. Yeah. and I have not experienced that. I've never been harassed by a, a fellow player. I've never been harassed by a DM. I've always, but these are my friends, right? It's right. not a stranger's group. But I do, there are players that have a different play style than me. And that can be frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes. And sometimes you have to think, you know, is this player, is this who this person is? Or is this something that I can say, you know, hey, I, I don't like this and maybe having a conversation with a DM can Mm -hmm. help you bridge that. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, that's, they can kind of help lead you down the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, If you allow them to, if you have that conversation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and sometimes it could be like a group wants to have the conversation with the DM, which is I think something mm-hmm. that you're going to be talking about here in shortly, mm-hmm. which is exciting to see because yeah. you know we recently in our one E game had some things that maybe we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Our DM already knew, yeah, and he was he was feeling the same way, and so the conversation didn't even need to be happen right. as a group because the DM was like, "Oh, I'm feeling the same way," so if we would have all just been talking,
1: we wouldn't mm-hmm. have been concerned that we were going to make a mistake. It yeah. w- we were off. But he also thing. felt comfortable enough with to tell us. players to mm-hmm. be like, hey, this is the direction that I'm feeling is yes. appropriate. How do you guys yeah. feel? And that's awesome to like check in, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, um, so Michael, your husband mm-hmm. was running our giant hunters game, um, a while ago, and we were, uh, grouchy about our leveling. Right. And I don't, we weren't like, you know, like, God, you're the worst. This is just level up. But we were like, oh, ha ha, ha ha. We haven't leveled in forever. Ha ha ha. And he's using a milestone system. And it was our fault. That we hadn't (laughs) leveled. We didn't, we were like, nope, we're going to complete everything and do all these tiny little details. And um, so it was our fault that we weren't leveling. But he heard that in one session. In one session, he heard... Our feelings toward this, yeah. and didn't say, "Well, you guys <laughs> suck and spent too long." Right. He was just like, "Okay, we'll level." Right. And it was like, "Wow." He like, adapted to be it because so we listened. in tune with us mm-hmm. as players is like, and all it took
0: was talking, having yeah. that conversation. Because if we would never would have said it, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have known yeah. that we were, you know, feeling quote unquote grouchy. We weren't really. We were just teasing, but. Mm-hmm. um he wouldn't have known that we were getting a little frustrated Mm -hmm. with our own selves, not with him, but with our own selves, not leveling and he wouldn't have been able to address it. And Mm -hmm. then maybe that could have snowballed into something. Yeah. So (sighs) having that conversation Mm -hmm. with your DM is helpful because every single one of my DMs and I have five games, um, it's about to be six. It's about to be six. (gasps) Every one of those DMs is my friend. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and so that's where you get into that rough territory of this is your friend. Right. Um, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but I also don't want this friendship to end because do you want to sit there and not say anything and you get so unhappy that you're like, well, I'm just done with you? Yeah. No. No. And because, it's and I know if I got frustrated, I know I could talk to people about it because, mm-hmm. and there's not been a time where I've been mad at, luckily my, uh, like, they're all great. Like, yeah. um, my one Dungeon Master John is so good at being like, how are you feeling about your character? This mm-hmm. is my thoughts. What are yours? Yeah. Like, with your character growth, um, mm-hmm. you know, we shock him sometimes with the things we do and you can see him shake his head, <laughs> but, um, no. but he's willing to adapt and grow and yeah. that's the same with you as our DM and Wow. And with uh my husband michael mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that's how your your boy Michael will be when he DMs. Yeah, you know
1: DMs course, He was great the first time. Oh uh, man, so. he's got so many plans. Yeah. for this, I'm it's excited. I like, was it, like, you do know us, right? Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna best wreck everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, You're planning what? No, don't bother. Don't bother. It's fine. I mean, plan it. Yeah. You're just don't be too disappointed. Yeah. So that comes
0: to my next point, though. When to talk to your DM? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked about why it's important to, but when to talk to your DM. So it's best not to do it mid-game. Um, if there's a disagreement about a ruling. <laughs> Uh, talk to the DM after the game. Maybe don't do it in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps facilitate a d- deeper conversation, um, and then because it doesn't feel like you're dragging the game to a halt uh, for an indeterminate amount of time f- mm-hmm. for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he's having to look up a role that you guys are disagreeing on in yeah. the game, everybody else who's not involved is just going to be sitting there waiting. And then they
1: get pulled out of the game. And then they right? get pulled out of the game. Mm-hmm.
0: They get pulled out of the story. Mm-hmm. I will say, however, if his issue um, with the way that you're being addressed. If you're being misgendered, or if it's something that something that is said to you that makes you feel uncomfortable, address it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, things that are said um, are said with the intention of fostering closeness, or just out of lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, most people like to know when these things about these things immediately so they can be fixed. Yeah. So um, if you have the misfortune though of having a DM or group of players that are hostile, it's best to address it right away so you can either remove yourself from the situation or resolve the issue, the mm-hmm. issue immediately. Yeah. So While, yes, I would always recommend to talk about it afterwards if it's something about, like, they're calling you the wrong gender, they're using a nickname you don't like, Mm -hmm. um, if they're using words you find offensive, if you're, you know, being disrespected, address it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, but, the role play thing, like, back into that, you Mm -hmm. know, if if they're writing your narrative for you, yes, but... My character you know, would and do And you this. can also say no. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I don't mean to say that no is never an option. But, yeah, you want to nip that in the bud right. immediately. But Cause if it's, yeah, because yeah. just nip
0: it. Because you don't mm-hmm. want to be in that environment. That's not what... De- uh, role playing is about you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be sitting in an environment where you feel unsafe you feel mistreated yeah. it's not a place for abuse so if that's in it nip it in the butt immediately right otherwise wait till after the game you guys could have a private you could ask your dm hey can we have a private conversation afterwards mm-hmm. you can send them an email you right can call them there's multiple ways to do it um you know that can you can use that when you're questioning a role mm-hmm. if you have a home you know homebrew item that you're using and you guys are disagreeing what's happening yeah. um if you can't remember how sneak attack works Okay, maybe ask afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, because those are all things that we come up, but yeah. you're you're throwing out off the game, and you and the DM are going to have disagreements, mm-hmm. but in the end, maybe if you're not just disagreeing and being disrespectful to your DM during the game, maybe you can mm-hmm. actually come to a common place
1: yeah. and both be happy. Well, and that's something you know, that's a valid point. You have to also think, you know, what am I bringing to the table? You know, am I being overly critical? Mm-hmm. Um, am I... Because um, this is the DM's story, mm-hmm. too. They're Just because they're not a player in it doesn't mean that they're not a part of it. They're very much a part right. of it. You can't have one without the other. So if it's, you know, a, a question of maybe this play style just isn't what I'm interested in, that is fine. And yep. there should never be any hard feelings if you're like, hey, look, Katie, I... I love and cherish you as a friend, I think you're a great DM, mm-hmm. but the style that means the most to you isn't something that works right. for me. Right, right. You know? And, and most of the time, that's a, you know, that's the that's conversation that we kind of had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more of a, you know, we've had, the, we're having this conversation for the first time, this is what I expect out of a D&D right. game. Where can we meet?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: what common ground can we find right. here?
0: Yeah, and just don't so, do it in-game.
1: Not in-game. I mean, no. Because that, that's
0: real awkward for everybody else. Oh my god, yeah. So I mean, you know, know when and where to do it. Yeah, you know, because you don't want to, don't want to cause some strife. You don't want to mm-hmm. get kicked out of the game because you're flipping through the player's handbook and it says on page eighty nine that this is the rule <laughs> of, you know, whatever, um, of your spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and also because maybe, yes, maybe that is what the rule book says, but maybe in the world that your DM is crafting, it's different. Yeah. So, or maybe you guys had a private email and one of you forgot what the email said. About Everything is used. up
1: to DM discretion. Yeah. You so, know,
0: have that conversation after and maybe you can have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Have it during the game.
1: You're probably not going to have a happy ending. Yeah. So. yeah. You will feel unresolved and more frustrated yeah. with that. So. for sure. Ugh. Um, so, now we're going to do, uh,
0: want to talk about some brunch facts, Sam? Yes, okay. yes, I do. So, I love how brunch. you found related. <laughs> right, okay, so, <laughs> so Brunch. Good. Our question of the day is, what time is brunch? When does the amorphous meal of the week start, and when does it end? What do you think, Sam?
1: Uh, so, like, brunch to me is, like, you know, uh, and and my my information mm-hmm. for this is, like, you know, when do when does, like, Bonefish do brunch, right, yeah. on a Sunday? So it's 11 to 2. Right. It's, like, brunch. Okay. right. Yeah. So you're basing
0: it off of when do the mm-hmm. brunch... Start. Okay. Yeah.
1: So this is definitely not the first time this question
0: has ever been asked. Mm-hmm. Never come up. I mean, literally came up a couple weeks ago, and we were out with friends, and they're like, "Sam and Katie, what are your thoughts on this <laughs> issue?" Um, so is ten thirty um, too early to, for brunch to start? Is that still breakfast? No. Is eating after two
1: p.m. lunch? Well, so that's the thing. That's like eleven the thing. to two on a weekday is lunchtime. Yeah. But yet on Sunday it's brunch time. Yes. So I, I personally think brunch should be from the start of breakfast to the end of lunch okay if you're eating any time in that that time period that's what you would on a, week, weekend, on a weekend i guess yeah uh yeah you know then that's an appropriate, appropriate time. time except here where we can't have alcohol before 10 right so yep so food historians
0: <laughs> generally agree that the word brunch itself which it was popularized in the 1895 which we talked about mm-hmm. in the beginning um that this meal would be a post church affair that began around noon starting as a breakfast uh, affair, such as marmalade and toast before mm-hmm. moving on to a heavier items as roasted meats Though, however, however, over the century, the timeline for brunch continues to change. Um, for me, brunch starts anywhere from <laughs> 8 a.m. and ends around 7 p.m. What I'm saying is there's never really a bad time to brunch. Yeah. Okay? Um, Others' answers that I received I asked around some of my friends uh, that who, who are habitual brunchers that it ranges from, you know, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. as a traditional launch time uh, for brunch, and then 2 p.m. is usually the necessary cutoff is what I got pretty much the average of what all okay. of my – uh, brunchers yeah. have have told me um as you said in some states laws also govern our brunch wine window um as no good brunch is complete without mimosas or bloody mary um oh. you know several places can't serve alcohol until after 10 mm-hmm. um tennessee i think it's ten thirty. Mm-hmm. um and so you know in north carolina i think they just starting to be able to do mimosas before 11 oh, um, wow. or before 12 i think so your state laws really affect that huh. so um Oh God, I think the best answer I got, though, was when it comes to the question of when the modern-day brunch starts is brunch begins about two hours after everybody wakes up and coordinates a time through a, through their group chats.
1: Yes. And I was like, yeah, oh. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And so. then
0: add an hour for the wait times. Uh-huh. <laughs> add an hour yeah. for the wait times. So, you know. I didn't really give okay. an answer. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I don't really know we don't know what it is. Um, you know, I feel like it's the combination of breakfast and lunch, so it should be able to cover that whole time. So it's 8 the, to 7. It's the same thing as what you get
1: out of D&D. It's yeah. totally customizable, customizable right? Customizable for personal for to you. And that's
0: why brunch and D&D go so well together. Yes. And that's why you see so many brunch mm-hmm. RPG uh, games yeah. because you can nibble throughout yeah. the games, you know, because mm-hmm. most games mm-hmm. last, you know, four to six hours yeah. each normally if not longer um and so brunch is such a good meal for it because you can start out light mm-hmm. and then you can go heavy and you can have the lighter drinks throughout yeah
1: um I love doing brunch dnd it, it it I'm more focused I think mm-hmm. during the day um more awake uh the <laughs> now that I'm in my 30s also old whatever uh I but I feel like like I'm sleepy or like it's eight o'clock and I'm like, cool. Uh-huh. When is bed coming soon? You know? And it's like my later games are fun enough for me that I can stay focused until 11 or 12 and it's yeah. fine. Um, but I've done a couple of brunch games recently and I'm like, Oh man, this is like, this is a really good fit for me. Yeah. No, it's like, and then I have the afternoon where I'm still, I can afternoon still be free. a little bit productive. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, right. right. Um, but but you <laughs> can have that choice. I have that choice. Yeah. yeah. But, and that's, you know, I have the, plenty of time before to be productive, but then I spend the whole day being excited about D&D all day. It's like, oh, it's at five. Oh my gosh, it's at five. Right. Yay. You so, can be excited both ways. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know,
0: Brunch D&D doesn't take up your whole day so you, you know, my Saturdays are full. Mm-hmm. I can't do really anything on Saturdays mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um except for play D&D, which I don't mind because I love it, but yeah. you know, it's it's hard scheduling. Mm-hmm. But if you had a brunch D&D and an afternoon D&D,
1: boom. It's perfect. Yeah. Just go from one to the other. Oh man, that would be nice. Yeah, It'd we do ours on tiring. brunches on Sunday mm-hmm. and then um following So. It's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so how you about how you feel about taking a break? Let's take our break and check okay. our constitution. Okay, so we're gonna take Just a break drinks. and we'll
0: teach you how to make the drink of the day. Um, break the silence. We'll check our constitution and then we'll be back for some more facts on how to talk to your DM. Woohoo! hey guys welcome to our break Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. so i'm going to teach you to make the drink of the day which is called break of silence um so you're going to have uh one um and fluent ounces of gin one and a half fluent ounces of apricot brandy uh one ounce of freshly squeezed lime juice and half an ounce of uh, simple syrup and uh, one to two fluent ounces of Brute-style Prosecco. And just remember that each of these makes one. So just double it as Mm -hmm. much as you need. Um, So you fill a cocktail shaker with ice, pour the gin, apricot, brandy, lime juice, and simple syrup in, shake it well, strain into a cocktail glass, and then top with champagne or top
1: with Prosecco. So I know I said in our last episode that I don't like gin, but this is pretty good. Yeah, I think it's the, the apricot vanity and the Prosecco. Yeah, it makes really... it like, mm-hmm. uh, it's
0: just like real refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is kind of the Break of Silence. So the Break of Silence, I think there is another drink that has a similar name mm-hmm. um, without the Prosecco. Um, it's named after Charlie Chaplin. Char Chaplin, oh. the silent movie star yeah. actor. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, because he made a living in movies where there was no talking. Yeah. Um, and so this th- that drink was kind of named after him. I thought it was uh, it, good for today because we're talking about how to talk to your DMs. Yeah. So break the silence, don't keep it in. Yeah. So that's why I thought it would be a good fit. So a good so choice. If you if you like it, because the gin is dry, but the brandy is sweet. And then the Prosecco and the lime juice makes it real crisp. Mm-hmm. And then there's the sugar of the simple syrup. It's delicious. Yeah. I do
1: love simple syrup. Just I know. Just can out, I just please. have a glass of simple syrup, <laughs> On the please? On the rocks. I'm gonna ask that next time I go to the bar. Yeah, see what they say. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call it a glass of diabetes. We should ask some of these at the bar. Oh my gosh, we should. I mean, see what we happens. bring the. We won't be assholes. We'll bring the. Bring you know, the, recipe, the recipes with us. But, yeah. yeah. We should go out and be like. Because every time I go out, I'm like. Guess I'll just get a carita, or I guess I'll just get a deal of sunrise. Right, something basic that get, we know. Because yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, can you make me something fancy, please? Yes, but I do so, want that.
0: Yeah, I do I want... to be fancy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Let's go to
1: um, the speakeasy. Okay. Oliver. Yeah, oh no. The library. The library. The library, let's go there. Peter Kearns. Um, Peter Kearns, thank you. You're we'll okay. go there eventually. Um, <laughs> we'll go there and order some fancy drinks. Yeah. Oh, we should have so, mentioned that last episode. Man, you're right. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. If you're in Knoxville, there's a speakeasy <laughs> yeah. called the Peter Kearns Library. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to our last episode, pretend like we said this during that. Yeah. So, two know, weeks ago, right? we were talking about the
0: Whoops. 1920s. So we're gonna roll for Constitution. <laughs> um, we got our handy dant dice out. Um, handy dant I've got, dant got dant. a plus zero, Sam. I've got Negative two. So here we go. What we're today?
1: Oh no, it oh, fell on the ground. Goodness. So oh, I got to no. re-roll. Oh no. Okay a five. Oh my god that's exactly what, you <laughs> what got we wrote last weeks ago. Week. yeah <laughs> so i'm a five nice i got a 12 so that's minus two Gosh, is a 10 I be like a huge lightweight yeah You yeah, know, it's well it's we haven't been drinking as much so maybe yeah. it's uh because we did take the whole month off so <laughs> yeah, that is true <laughs> that like... is true i mean
0: i did drink a lot when i went to st louis recently oh but, yeah um that's cool that was you know two weeks ago mm-hmm. so All right. Well, that's our break. We'll be back after this with some more information on how to talk to your DM. Welcome back from our break. I hope everybody has gotten their glass filled and is having a break of silence with us. We've got our glasses refilled. Um, So before the break, we talked about why it was important to talk to your DM DM, and when it was important to talk to your DM. Now I'm going to touch base on how to talk to your Dungeon Master. Please remember, your dungeon master is only human. But They are not perfect, yes. and they are not machines. <laughs> people who are rude to their DMs are just like people who are rude to their servers at restaurants. Oh. Just don't do it. That's a That's good plain analogy. Plain and simple. Just don't do it. Huh. If you're treating them badly, you're not doing a great job at your life. <laughs> so just remember that. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Yeah. That's very true.
1: I'd never thought about it like that. Like, they are doing us a certain... Maybe we should start tipping 20% at the end of the day. We should tip at the end of our DM (laughs) sessions. 20%. No less of what of experience points. Yes, oh. Oh, of experience points. They
0: get experience points.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, and then we can get them gifts if they get reaches certain experience <gasps> points. Oh, I like this.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. that can be like that's how our Patreon should. Be. We said critical rating, but maybe we should do it by experience experience points. points. That, makes, like more that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, makes <laughs> more um, sense. So if you're anxious about what to
0: say uh, to your DMs, you know, like most people who play RPGs, some of us have some wicked social anxiety. So. Thinking about how to start the conversation can give you a lot of anxiety. So, I just kind of mentioned, um, like, three different things maybe you could, are ways that you could start the conversation. Mm-hmm. One of them is, um, I have some concerns about the direction of my character. Then you can fill it in. Mm-hmm. The next one, you could be, say, I'm having some issues with player's name entered here. Mm-hmm. And the final one is, I need some help deciding something about my character's development. Mm-hmm. So those are three ways that you can get the conversation rolling. If mm-hmm. you need any more tips and advice about how to get a start conversation started, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to me and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, luckily I don't have a whole lot of social anxiety, but because I'm a social worker, I have to talk to people a lot. That's my mm-hmm. job, and so it's usually a little bit easier for me to start those conversations. Yeah. So if you have any questions. Let me know. But that is a thing with RPGs is a lot of people do have that anxiety. And so when
1: they're put in situations that make them feel anxious, they don't know how to start the conversation. Yeah, we're purposely playing a character that is maybe a larger extension of ourselves or a fantastical Mm -hmm. creation of ourselves or something of that nature. So it's got a root in us, but it's more... uh, brash, brazen, pretty, fancy, powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Like when we roll our stats and we're like, oh, clearly we we are not, well, maybe not clearly, but I know that Katie and I are both not a like 10 of intelligence. We're much higher than that, right? Right. We do silly things. We do stupid things, whatever. We have our flaws, but we're not a a low intelligence, but it's easier to play something with low intelligence. Right, that's my go-to yeah. yeah. But, and then that's like an extension of ourselves. It's something, it's taking the weight off mm-hmm. from us. We don't have to be smart. We don't have to be so hyper intelligent and right. stuff. Because we do that in our day-to-day lives, right? With our work and all of that. So, um, it, it's interesting, you know, you, you I forgot where I was going with that. It was important, but it's gone I'll now. will come back to you. It was, <laughs> social anxiety. <laughs> social anxiety. Yep. Yeah. So it's like when you have to talk to somebody about something that might be an uncomfortable subject. Mm-hmm. You know that makes you. You're you're talking to them as yourself, not your character. Uh-huh. So you've got to be outside of of that. Yeah. You don't have that a buffer, yeah. so to speak. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so just keep
0: yeah just keep in mind when you're talking to them, these people were your friends or are your friends still? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, talk to them like you would talk to you know your loved ones, mm-hmm. like you would talk to your mom, you would talk to your husband, you would talk to your best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, be respectful. Don't be rude to them.
1: Yeah. I don't know how many times I got to say it. Do not be rude to your DMs. Yeah, kill them with kindness. Yeah, you want something from them. You yeah. are having this conversation because you want them to do right. something for if you. If you want them to respect
0: you, mm-hmm. show them the respect that you, they deserve yeah. as well. Yeah, um, because they're obviously doing this game because. They have a passion, mm-hmm. and so sometimes when people are passionate about things, they can forget that other people have feelings and opinions and yeah. are also passionate, and we yes. can come from a very emotional place, mm-hmm. um, so just remember to try to keep that in check when talking to your Definitely, parents. and
1: yeah. that's the sort of like our step one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of did a little step guideline for myself yeah. and how this process went for, for us, so this the first step was, like, venting, right? I We wanted to get everything out of our system right everything uh uh, all of the aggression and frustration and anger out so we started a google doc um and we shared it with the players just to sort of outline our issues so yeah this helped us get it on paper and see sort of where everybody else Mm -hmm. was but like verbal vomit we got out all the anger and the frustration out onto the paper and out of our minds and then it was there it was a tangible thing these are my thoughts these are my feelings Now I need to refine this, right? So the second step was to figure out what the core issues of everybody was. Okay. So uh, what do we need to discuss? What do we really want out of this game? Why are we having this document? Mm -hmm. And everybody wrote like a significant amount here. But the conversation ended up being just bullet points. We had refined it to the point that here are my... Doop doop doop. My three okay. things that I want to do. So um, and and just like what you said, it's important to remember that everybody has wants and needs, mm-hmm. including the DM. Yeah. Right? If you forget this, you're not going to be able to have a, predict, pr- a productive and fruitful conversation. Yeah. Um, so y- your DM may not know what's going on. They may not be uh, aware. They may be so entrenched in their own storyline that they're incapable of seeing. Yeah. What the 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 little flags that you're dropping, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel like they're passive they may be coming across passive to him or her um so, if you feel like your DM is out to get you or isn't interested in your individual wants and needs, you need to be okay with just peacefully excusing yourself. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Because the players shouldn't be rude to the DM, but the DM also needs to be... Not rude to your players. Yeah, and at least attentive, you know, like yeah. at least open. Maybe there are reasons why you can't do X, Y, and Z in yeah. this world, but they need to be able to, but willing and able to share those reasons with you. Yeah, you should be able
0: to question. Mm-hmm. Like, you should, it, yes, it is the DM like, we said earlier, Mm -hmm. it is the DM's world, it is their story, Mm -hmm. but it's a collaborative build of a story. Mm -hmm. It's like having a book where there's several authors, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, yes, somebody might have started the plot, Mm -hmm. um, but you're all working together to get to the end. Yeah. And so if you're not being able to question you know their ideas and you're just having to to write exactly what you want you're not going to have the passion behind it yeah and the story is not going to be any good no yeah. one's going to no one's going to enjoy it um right. so it's you have to be able to question it just like they have to be able to question you so mm-hmm. it's like a it's collaborative yeah. it's just work There's together. a lot of back and forth yeah. there
1: yeah so and your your wants and needs will also change and develop as your character changes and develops. Um, my wants and needs as a brand new D&D player with one 1E character differs vastly mm-hmm. from five years, seven current characters ranging from third to ninth level. Right. Um, and my needs are different somewhat in each game, too. Um, it's important mm-hmm. to have a relationship with your DM where you feel comfortable addressing those needs and something... Um, I didn't think about until this recent debacle, you know, it never occurred to me to be like, man, I have issues that I need to address. I'm not happy. Like, why am I even playing this game? You know, what, what can I do to make this better? Mm -hmm. So, um, the last thing we did before we talked to the DM was we turned our Google doc into simple bullet phrases, um, that were phrased as I would like statements. Okay. Um, So this way your needs are clearly defined, and if they have need for further discussion, like the DM wants to know more about this need, you can discuss it. Yeah. But it's not a demand. I
0: like that because it's Mm -hmm.
1: not accusing. It's Mm -hmm. not like you made me feel or, Mm -hmm. you know
0: you did this. Yeah. It's more like I would like to see. You take you take the mm-hmm. power of change into your hands yes. and that makes it a positive thing mm-hmm. versus a negative thing. Right. So I am um, asking
1: for something. I am asking for this. I am this. not telling. I am yep. not making a demand. I am not forcing you into something. Mm-hmm. I'm not making you feel like you've done something wrong. Just, I have recently discovered that I would like this to be a part of my character. Right. I would like this to be the thing path that we go, this is something that is important to me. So on a a side note for that, it's important not to blindside your DM with this talk. Yeah, that's a good Uh, point. Just like you said, don't talk in the middle of a session. Don't blindside your DM. Don't be like, I want to talk to you about things. Yeah. Because you need to give, just like you've had time to prepare for this, Mm -hmm. they've had time to prepare for this too. So we gave our DM, like we, it was like a three weeks in between sessions. So we had one week to sort of like, get our shit together, figure out what we were going to do. And then Leslie and let him know. Right. So then it became, okay, he's now included in this conversation. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, he was aware he had time to process that at least we wanted to have a conversation. Okay. Not really what it was about, but yeah. like to, to be prepared. And there was a lot of like, um, ego padding involved in that, right? Like we don't hate you. We're not upset at you. It's not a personal thing. It's not an attack. We don't want to Especially quit. because we you were change. coming together as a
0: group whereas that's mm-hmm. a lot different than if one person yeah. has a conversation with this is how I would like my character belt yes. to go, and I'm a happy. Versus, if your whole party, that can be very da- like daunting to yes. a DM, and he, you know. So it's yeah. good that you had to be like, let's clarify. This is not that we're yeah, mad we didn't want to make him happy, yeah, because you make making friend defensive,
1: or we don't or, like how the is being told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have re- we have bottled this up, so we we wanted to we want to address our concerns. Um, so we we. He made the decision for the conversation to occur at the beginning of the next game. So, yeah, because we were already planning to meet for that session mm-hmm. anyway. It was a convenient time for him and for everybody else. Okay. Um, it was... Uh, it left it open to continue to play and leave on a high note if mm-hmm. we wanted to. Or There was some wiggle room there, which I thought was really smart of him to sort yeah. of plan it that way. So, um, we, we had the conversation, and we went through, like, one bullet point at a time, and... Um, i i feel like he heard at least most of what our requests Mm -hmm. were um and a lot of the conversation was him just being like oh okay yeah here's why i do these things yeah okay yeah i i agree i feel like i'm i maybe like or one of our issues was leveling right i feel like we level very 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 slowly um but that's something that's just how he's always done it. So it never occurred to him to Mm -hmm. do it any way different. Like, why should it? Nobody's ever brought it up before. It's never been an issue before. Okay, And then here we are like, hey this is a thing that is a a pain point for us and we would like to see what our options are here. Yeah. So, um and he agreed. He's like, okay, yeah I can definitely see why this would be painful? Let's. Uh, so kind I will of work on. Yeah, something. yeah. And I, I think his fear for us is that we'd like level up and then be out. Right. And I was like, I. You misunderstand me. I want to play this game forever. Yeah. Like when my character dies or. um like I I've, I've always been suspicious that he's never like really killed off any of our characters cuz he's afraid that we won't we'll quit, right? Or we'll be like, "Cool, we've reached the end of our story. Thanks." Oh. And I'm like, "No." <laughs> no, so no, 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 no. He's almost like babying
0: it because he's worried that he, you guys will be gone.
1: Yeah. I th- and I think and I could be I could be up for it but got that's some what I get pre emptiness syndrome. Yeah, and I've, I that's just what I gather from it. And so I was trying to impress upon him, like, hey, look, this is something that I want to do forever. Yeah. I'm in this for the long haul. You know, let's draft the next 40 characters and 20 storylines. Like, don't be afraid to kill my character off. Don't be afraid for me to cap out on levels. Like, yeah. I'll just create a new one. And I was like, and look, if that's, if you want to keep it at a low level, that's fine. I want to make new characters more frequently then, right? right. Like, I want to reach level five, cap out, make a new character because we've been playing this when we're level five now in five, five or six yeah so it's been it's pretty slow but it never occurred to me that this is something until i played these other games that i could be like hey i'm ninth level in another campaign that we started at about the same time mm-hmm. so and i get it, different system etc cetera, etc cetera. but those are all like factors here yeah. and so when you've been involved in this for forever um you can sort of get stuck in it and he's so passionate about yeah. this like this you this can is, tell he is because mm-hmm that, you know, he's been playing forever,
0: but it's also, without having that talk with him, you never would have gotten what you expect out of the game as well, and then you probably would have, you guys would have quit. Yeah, yeah, we would have, definitely. And that would have been unfortunate, because it sounds like you guys like playing together, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like all it takes is just talking about it to see if those changes can be made, and that can be um, fixed, so Mm -hmm. that you can continue to enjoy this great world of RPGing that he is making for you all. Yeah.
1: That's why it's so important to talk about, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think had we addressed these issues earlier, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a, hey, we all need to sit down and have this conversation now, right? Uh, okay. It would have been a, hey, I've noticed this one thing with my character that I'm really not comfortable with. Can we change this? So we had, like, this whole thing started because there was, like, a big uh, a big thing that happened in the campaign that was, like, um, loss of agency and... Um, railroading and then it was sort of uh like we uh some of us weren't paying attention anymore because it had gone past the time so we weren't tired so we didn't stand up for one of our party members and it was just like this big catastrophic thing right we on that we had a conversation we said this is the crux this is what started this you know mm-hmm. this is the straw that broke the camel's back this is this is the main issue these are all the little things that led up to this um, so we, we just nipped that in the bud and retconned. So none of that happened. So therefore all of the characters started back out where they were and it was fine. fine. And you okay. really understood, um, his, I don't want to say error necessarily, but his, um, Maybe role just in it. Is in yeah. it well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was because he had, and I struggled with this as a DM as well. I have something in my mind and I don't always convey it appropriately to the party. Like, I rushed you guys through that, like, with Dylan um, refusing to eat. You know, there were a hundred ways I could have handled that it was perfect, so though. much better. No, it was oh, okay. fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was like, aha. <laughs> yeah, but that's because that's who you guys are, right? Like, that—it's funny. Yeah. But, like, I could have... There were many opportunities for me to make that a serious role play opportunity and really immerse y'all's characters yeah. in it. So you guys are really easy to DM for, like really easy. We're pretty passive. Like it's just yeah. no, you guys are just you tell the story yourselves, right? right? You're so energetic and so passionate. Well, because it's, it it's, really it's a good story that you've Thanks. crafted for us. So, Yay. but that's
0: the thing. Like yeah, like you're saying, it, mm-hmm. that could have been an instant though where mm-hmm. he felt upset yes. because he maybe didn't want the story to go that way. And even though that's just the way you wanted the story to go, mm-hmm. because to be fair, so I think we had talked about Sam loves magical items.
1: Yeah. And
0: she loves her, us as characters, and so she likes to give us magical items. She has too many. <laughs> and we were way too Mad Max. Uh, or is that what it's called? No. Uh, Mid-max? Mid Max? I don't actually know what I it means. It's Mid Maxing, um, but I don't know what Mid or means. Like, uh, what is those, that dwarf? Munchkins. I think that's called when you like, Munchkin is like when you're Mid Maxing. Because uh-huh. you're all powerful. <laughs> but, so, anyways, we had Mid Maxed. Mm-hmm. And... Sam was like, I've made a mistake. I need to retcom this. And so she did a great job in writing it into the story about how she could fix that error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she drugged us. Yeah, yeah uh, I drugged my players. Drugged the players. In, in, real, life, in real life. And, campaign, and in campaign. campaign. We woke up and all our clothes and our... Weird. And our character's clothes and our clothes were gone. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But so one of the players was saying he didn't eat. Mm-hmm. And so she, instead of being like... Let's role play this. She was like, now nah, you get stabbed with a needle. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is, to be fair, with mm-hmm. our party, don't give them an inch because they run a mile. Yeah. <laughs> so if you would have roleplayed, but he, I,
1: he I, I could have been like, hey, okay, role perception, you yeah. know? Uh, and, and realistically, like there is no way that he could have gotten away with it, right? I mean, you're in a room with it's one person awake. Even if if Poe had stayed awake too, it's two people in a room with uh, what are there? There are five merchants, uh, and each had two guards and three slaves. And with your them. three only three party members. Yeah, Other three party members are dead to the world. So yeah, yeah. and they're high level. Yeah. I mean, these are leaders of guilds. Yeah. This is not you know. It would have the, ended
0: interestingly. Yes, but. And, that, and it was fine, because it didn't end in a way that we would have, because we didn't care. We were just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you are like, yeah, you can stab with a needle, huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Um But yeah, yeah. he could have maybe had that conversation with you, and mm-hmm. he could have followed our tips on how to have yeah. that conversation with yeah. you. Yeah,
1: so uh, you know who you are. If you have any issues with that, please. Yeah, if you're mad at her for yeah. stabbing you with a needle. In real life and in... Pic- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> our parties are crazy. It's real RPG <laughs> with us, so... Yeah. It's like LARPing. <laughs> But scarier. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna totally derail this yeah. real fast. Uh, Momocon in Atlanta, yeah. which is in 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 um, in May, uh-huh. has a dungeon escape room. It's a real dungeon D and D real life D and D. What, what is Momocon? Room. It's a Convention in it sounds Atlanta, like a, like a furries event. It's well, yeah. Oh, it, it, I was. It was originally go. like an anime thing. Oh, okay. But oh, Momo. Now it's.
0: Yeah, uh, is that, isn't that what that character's name from Avatar: Last Airbender? I have failed. I you love all. that. Sh- I love that show, so I should yeah, remember just mm. Sorry. Write us <laughs> and tell us the name. Yep. Oh God. I'm just gonna Google uh, it. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so it was like originally an anime con, and it's now sort of more like a, a tabletop gaming convention. Yeah, yeah. We need to go to that. Yeah. I want to go to an are home. as expensive as Dragon oh, Con. Okay. Unfortunately, well, we can't really a two big it as a deal. Year. Yeah, but maybe next year. Maybe we'll switch you know, it up next yeah. year because yeah, we can buy the tickets at the it, there. It's like May twentieth and twenty first. Okay, um, so we can go um we can get tickets on the 22nd for oh, next nice. year and then they're like 60 bucks or something Fair, so okay. yeah, yeah yeah just like dragon we're con very excited
0: too. guys we're going to dragon con this year if we have not mentioned it oh i think so we did i
1: think we mentioned that you we can said, just keep mentioning yeah, it
0: we're gonna so, so if you're going is there you can come see us and um you can see our faces in real life and we're beautiful, but yes. anyway, back to yes, the back to the
1: DM conversation. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. I just that just no, I real me. I think so, I railroaded yeah. it first. A real no, 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 but like a real life dungeon. Like, come oh my on, I'm in. I'm so excited. So, um, so we we had this conversation with our our dungeon master, and it went really well. And now I feel like we have an open line of conversation. Okay. So even when I have a small thing that I need, I feel like needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just broach it so we just made uh i'm retiring one of my characters and one of my issues was i want a little more creativity in the backstory of my character i don't want to just roll for like Mm -hmm. everything um and so we've been working on my character together since this conversation and there has been so much more conversation and so much more back and forth and so much more like creativity and um it's been Really pleasant. Nice. Like, we've both been able to contribute a lot, and I've been able to really outline, you know, what my wants and needs are, you know, and where I'm willing to compromise. Like, the backstory, like, he didn't want to, he was concerned about railroading me by giving me an NPC as a parent that already exists in the world. And I was like, no, that's great. I mean, it's your world, right? So you have to help me write my backstory that way. It's not Faerun. Exactly. Yeah that's good though well I guess time will tell right yeah yeah we'll see how it turns out we'll see what happens so that's good it'll be another two weeks before yeah two weeks before the game so I'll report back at the next episode and let you all know okay maybe
0: yeah yeah
1: so just have that conversation Mm -hmm. guys like talk about it don't be
0: scared Mm -hmm. you know do it um you know so to be fair the truth is out there guys don't be afraid to talk to your dm they don't bite normally Unless they're a beholder. And then they chip you up. <laughs> Like a yummy little morsel. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. <laughs>